In today's episode, I get to talk with Charity Majors. Charity is a podcaster, author, event leader, a branding and business coach, and if that didn't give it all away, she is also a manifesting generator. Today, we get to focus just on Charity's business and how to keep a focus, quote unquote, as a man, Jen, in a world that is telling her to pick one thing. There are a lot of beautiful themes in this episode, including an emphasis on not slowing down, even when others are telling her that they can't keep up. Spoiler alert, the rest of us aren't supposed to keep up, as well as owning our self-worth with an open G-Center. There's just so much information in here in general on how you can use human design to really know what is right for you versus what is right for others. This is really critical when other people are trying to give us advice all day long. So tune in and let me know what can you relate to as a manifesting generator. Welcome back to the Reclaiming Her podcast. If we are just getting a chance to meet, I am Brooke Belden and I am the host here. For the month of September, I'm going to be sharing episodes focused on business and how to really use human design to build a business that is just right for you. The sales, the marketing, the message, whether or not you should have a business plan and strategy and schedule, who your audience is, who your prospects and partners should be, There is so much contained here that is incredibly powerful. For me, I've been in business for myself for over 10 years, spanning a small private business, a brick and mortar business, a virtual business, and now my very own hybrid business that's perfectly aligned for me. And one thing that I can tell you now is that I finally get to work on my business rather than worry about my business. My sales and marketing feel somewhat effortless and pack a bigger punch with less activity. My first event hit its target number in just 10 days and my connections and impact are stronger than they have ever been. And while I know this sounds great and it is, I want to share something that's even bigger and more important with you. In this shift in consciousness that we are all undergoing, this way will become vital to the small and independent business owners in the years to come. We're already seeing it with the internet. Strategies that worked and were sold just two years ago are completely archaic copy that sold is now tarnished and sensationalized. There is no one size fits all in business. And as business and entrepreneurship become a more attractive opportunity for freedom, you will have no choice but to tap in and develop the way that is unique for you. Clearly, this is something that I am passionate about. And I am passionate about it because I struggled for years trying to fit in follow the rules and what the experts told me. And while this got me a certain level of financial success, it got me an abundance of burnout and overall feeling of lack inside. There is, this is not the currency of the future. The currency of the future is all about our energy. So if this speaks to you, I want to invite you to my small group business blind spot intensive later this month. 
This is three half-day intensive. We'll uncover your business by design, including sales, marketing, and message, who your audience is, whether a strategy plan and consistent schedule is even right for you, and so much more. On day two, we'll identify your divine feminine leadership. We're going to unravel and heal the toxic masculine that is living inside all of us and how to show up from a place of flow and creation that bleeds you see what I did there? Into all of the areas of your life. The juggling act of business and motherhood need not exist here. And then on day three, it's the embodiment and integration of it all. This intensive is September 29th through October 1st. And all of the details can be accessed on my website at brookbelden.com or through the link in my Instagram bio if you're following me at brookbelden. Okay, now for today's show. Hey, Charity. Welcome to the Reclaiming Her podcast. I'm really excited to chat with you more about your business today. Thanks for having me, Brooke. I'm excited. It's always such a great time talking with you. So I just love it. I know. I I think, you know, and what I love about where we are in this day and age is that there is no hierarchy, right? And that's what I think I love most about working with you is that we get to kind of pick off each other's spaces of genius. And there isn't like this hierarchy, like, Oh, she's up on this level. And so we can't like work together, collaborate, or, you know, like benefit from, um, being with each other. Totally. I love it. Okay. So today we're going to talk, um, pretty in detailed about your business. Now we have worked together before you've already had your human design chart read. So this isn't like a basic reading and understanding, you know, that you're a manifesting generator. And so now it's really about how we embody your design and, and embody your design with really keeping your business in mind, making sure that you're running your business in a way that feels really good and aligned with your design. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so um, let's give everybody just a little bit of framework about your business. So tell me a little bit um, about, you know, and not necessarily your full entrepreneurial background or anything um, like that, but just really where you are right now, how you started your your current business and, and yeah, where it's at right now. Yeah. So I am, as a manifesting generator, I am definitely (laughs) multi-passionate. So I have multiple things going on and a lot of it is housed under just my main brand. So charitymajors.com, like just kind of a personal brand. I have a book um, and a podcast, both called meant for more and I'm diving into, I mean, obviously after last year, I didn't necessarily do any larger, um, events, but this year I'm planning on some different events. Um, I have a handful of different online courses and programs that people can dive into and take. Um, and then I also run business and branding retreats. Okay. So just a couple of things, things. just a couple, (laughs) just a couple, but what would you say is your main focus? I mean, if you're under the charity majors brand, but I mean, is it like this course is about, you know, business and this course is about parenting and this course is about home renovation. I mean, it's not quite that diverse, is it? 
No, not that diverse. So I have a personal development program and a 14 days to unshakable confidence challenge. So a lot of it deals with internal um, limiting beliefs and getting rid of those kind of healing those wounds from the past. So personal development type things for sure. And then uh, business growth. Like if you have an online business, like how to create your profitable course, or um, I have a major impact method. So it's seven steps to be able to um, create your it's for coaches who want to create their signature $10,000 program and learn how to be able to sell two to three of those within 90 days. So it's really um, helping online businesses and coaches who want to grow and, or, and then the personal development and mindset space. Okay. And so would you say, so that's definitely right. The history and where it started. Would you say that that's Mm -hmm. still the space that you feel called to right now? It is. I love the personal growth and the depth that it gives and the healing that it provides. Um, I definitely know that one of my superpowers is to hold space for people to be able to um, ignite something inside of them and to have transformation happen. Um, And so whether that is in their personal journey, um, absolutely. And then I love business. I'm such a nerd when it comes to strategy and planning things out. And I have a big, huge whiteboard in my office that is just always filled with new ideas and um, fun things like that. And so I love the business and the strategy and the conversations that get to happen around business outside of where I'm a mom, I have a five-year-old. So it's like, I love adult conversations. (laughs) You know, like there's only so many times that I can sing the ABCs. (laughs) And hear mommy, mom, mom. Mommy. Yeah. Mom, 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 can I have another snack? Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh-huh. Yep. That's why I think, you know, fellow mompreneurs and working moms in general, honestly, I mean, we relate on that space is that it's like, we love being a mom. Of course we don't need, and I always hate totally. that you even have to like preface that. Right. Which is so yeah. archaic in itself that we have to say, because we like work that we also love our children, but, um, mm-hmm. but it is right. There's this something inside of us that says that like, we have this, you know, need to, whether it be, you know, contribute in some way or make an impact in some way or make money in some way. And all of those are good and fine. Right. Yep. So, okay. So great. So we know that we want to stay within the space that you're in. It's not that your mind or your, your energy is really wandering to something really brand new, staying under the charity majors brand, really focusing on personal and business development. That's where your heart is. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely get those thoughts where I think we had this conversation where where you said it before and you're like, I was talking with another manifesting generator and she was like, yeah, like today I feel like I could be a realtor and tomorrow I feel like I could be a a wedding planner and I feel like I could do that. Like I definitely have those thoughts um, for sure. Um, I have learned through probably trial and error and the messy way. Cause I literally like used to have a wedding planning business and I used to have a wellness studio and I used to like be in network marketing and like sell the candles. And, like, so, <laughs> so yes, I have had those thoughts for sure, but I think I've learned to rein it in a little bit. Um, as far as keeping somewhat in the same lane yeah. of personal development and, and business. Yeah. Well, and it even, even just like, you know, staying connected to you, to you online. I mean, you still have 
multi passions, right? It's just staying within one lane within your business. So it's so great to see. And that's why, I mean, I even reached out to us like, oh my gosh, I love just watching your man gen self go because it's like, you know, you're championing <laughs> for this cause. And then you guys are off on this adventure. And then you're working with your son on this, and then you're doing this with your health and it, you know, and you're, you're doing this, these projects with homes and real estate and different things. And it's like, so you have so many projects going on, but within your business, kind of staying in one lane right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yes. In my so, life, it's all over me. Like we redid a camper and we're taking camper adventures. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. So that, right. It's like, that's how you really can make your man gen heart, like feel so good. Right. There's like, okay, well, <laughs> lots of remodels. All of the things going on. Right. But it's, um, but for monetizing it's, it, it, and I think that that's something to give yourself a little bit of reassurance with is that even though you have a lot of projects within your business, you really still have one business right? And your business makes sense and your business model makes sense. And so every step that you take or new project that you take on or new idea that you have within your business all makes sense. It continues to make sense to me as I watch you. Like it doesn't, um, I know the feeling, you know, one of the things that you said before we started recording was just that you, um, constantly feel like you're starting over. And actually I would love to just have you elaborate on that, like what that feeling is and what's going on inside of you. That's saying right now that you feel like you're constantly starting over. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm just always, always pivoting. Like it's just as like a zigzag. It's like, I'll, I'll have an idea. And if it's in alignment and I sit with it and there's joy there and there's excitement, I bring it to life. And if I run with it, like I actually, like, as I bring something to life, um, it, that's where I figure out if it's like, if it does spark joy, if it does like excite me. And that's something that I've learned to do actually low stakes manifesting that doesn't take a lot of time, doesn't take a lot of energy, but as I create it, I begin to imagine it and then I can say yes or no. And so one of my low stakes way of manifesting something, it sounds really funny, but it's either to create like a funnel or a sales page for it or an Instagram account. (laughs) Mm. And then as I'm doing it and as I'm like, even if it's like five, like it doesn't follow anybody or it doesn't, you know, like it's not even going to ever be live to the world as I'm doing it. And I feel either like tightness or heaviness. I'm like, nope. Okay. Done with this. Ooh, and then I, I love move that. On to the next thing. So it's like a low stakes way of manifesting something. Um, but also a low stakes way of getting into both your sacral center and your emotional center to tap in and say, does this bring me joy? Because as a manifesting generator, you know, we're going to talk a lot about that today. Like we're going to come back to this concept a lot is that, you know, really tapping into your sacral center and asking yourself, do I have the energy for this? Do I want to bring this project to life and, and allowing your body to respond with a, "Mm -hmm," or an, "Mm -hmm." and if you have the, "Mm -hmm," then there you go. Right. So what a fun way to actualize that, you know, to, to get yourself in the embodied experience of starting this, you know, business, because that marketing piece of a sales page or an Instagram account to like be able to to see if the creative energy is there, the creative joy is there. What I just love that. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I found that it's a low stakes way to where mm-hmm. not taking big, huge risks of like putting it out there for the world to see and then stopping it and then pulling it out, you know, like, so um, that has been something that has helped. But like I said, I just always feel like I'm starting over. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, like right now, I 
Um, so I still have my main account, like on Instagram, charity majors, and it has different offshoots from that. And I just started another account, which I'm loving, which is super fun. And it's just a networking group, um, for local women here in the Boise area where I'm at, and it's called Boise business and bubbly. And so it's kind of like a paint and sip but with business and bubbly. So we come together, have a good time. Um, it has a super like fun personality to it, like sip, sip, hooray, and let's get sipped done. And um, little things like that. And and women are loving it. And it's like growing. And I have my next event coming up in a couple of weeks. And you know, like I have like 25 or 30 tickets sold already, which is super fun. Um, but again, I was just like, gosh, I'm like starting over again and then I'm like oh yeah I have to come back to my main like charity majors account where <laughs> it's like then I like I post like this personal development type thing and like inspiring type thing and then I'm over here on this other account like having like fun and bubbly whatever <laughs> conversations mm-hmm. over here so I just feel like I'm always having to start over and part of me like that's where like I love it and I light up and then the other part of me is like man I wish that something would stick mm-hmm. <laughs> And like gain massive momentum and massive income and massive impact. And um, yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, so I'm gonna how pro- I, that's how I feel. I'm going to provide just a fresh perspective in this and that in no way, shape or form, are you starting over? Because um, unless, you know, unless this Boise Bubbly's business and bub- say it one more time and I'll get it right. Biz- business and bubbly. Okay, good. So Boise business and bubbly, unless there is a whole new framework surrounding this, uh, again, unless this is about like realtors getting together or, you know, like there's nothing that's a pivot because using Instagram to grow your business is just a way of networking, right? Mm-hmm. Using a live event is just a way of networking. Both of them are a way to get people within your business funnel, to get them in your business community, to get them in your business sphere, to get them in your line of sight, right? Yeah, for sure. So it's not like you're starting over with a new product or a new offering or a new even position. You're just expanding. This is just an expansion. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah for sure. It okay. Does. Where, and I mean, is that something that you've, that you have thought about, or is that resonated with you before, or does it just feel like it's because now you're diversifying your attention a little bit more? Yeah, I've thought about it before and I definitely, that diversifying the attention. Um, and then I just, uh, what's the feeling? Like, I always feel like I'm just like marketing and selling something like, Oh, like come to this event and then, Oh, like buy my book. And then, Oh, listen to my podcast. And Oh, like, Mm-hmm. buy this course from me, like instead of, you know, like it, mm-hmm. if <laughs> there could be something that ran automatically, uh, which I have a couple things that do that, which is fine. That would actually like gain momentum instead of me just always having to be like, Hey, come to my thing and give me money. And <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, I've got this next thing and you can give me money for it. Oh, I've got this next, <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I've right, got my card many- deck too. And you can give me money for that. And I've got <laughs> so too many offerings right now. <laughs> um, I oh, think I have oh, it's me. Oh, oh, yes. I, okay. Okay. So here, let, let's tap into your chart just a little bit. Okay. Okay. And go through just a couple of things just on these, these ideas. Okay. So number one, oh, I don't know which one's number one. Okay. 
because they're all number one, but so we'll just go, we'll just, we'll just start. So there's no number one because they're all number one. So we'll just pick one and go. So uh, to start your environment within your human design is markets. Okay. So markets is the places and spaces where people come together, where you can get a little bit picky and you can get a little bit choosy. So you can decide exactly what it is that you want when you go to the market. Um, it can be, uh, I think the biggest thing about this too, is that it can be virtual or it can be in person. And both of the things that you're talking about, focusing on Instagram and focusing on a live event are both markets. Like they're both markets, right? So I think celebrating that and kind of maybe switching, there might be some things to kind of let go of. And I think that's really what we're going to like flesh out here. Is it like, what are we going to let go of? What are we going to continue to support and put energy in? And you have so much energy. So that's the kind of the fun thing is that you have, you have so much energy, so you can do all the things, but Um, so both of those things are both markets personality now kind of shifting, shifting with that. So I think that's just to kind of like give you a little bit of confidence that you're, I don't, I don't think you're not in the right space, right? That per your design, both of those are really, really good. I think the biggest issue just in this brief conversation so far is that you have what's called a channel. So you have two gates connecting each other from your throat to your G center. And in our first session, when, when you did your chart reading, we really talked a lot about your G center. Cause I have like G center envy, right? Like I'm like, Oh, Oh, to feel the feeling of love and direction consistently in your life must feel awesome because mine's open. But when you have the the channel from your throat to your G center, it's really important that your voice is constantly about impact. It's really about making an impact. And so in, especially when you're in business, right. And when you follow and you've been in the business coaching sphere for a while, And that sphere can be very heavy on marketing, right? Like marketing, 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 and you, and you love the strategy. And so you can kind of nerd out on some of the information. And I think that, you know, maybe taking a little step back from some of the nerding out, let me even see. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause when you talked about strengths, right. Didn't you say strategy is one of your strengths? Yeah. It's so in your chart, it's really it's wide open. So you have a lot of options and opportunity, but it's not something that's like defined and consistent within you. So I think that, you know, that maybe that's where a bit of the hangup is though, is that right now we're doing so much marketing, so much sales, and that might be something that's conditioned, right? Versus something that is actually part of your innate design. And taking a step back from that conditioning and knowing that, you know, your business will be successful. And really, I think that, you know, like right now hearing you, it sounds like you're, you're, you're ready to, to grow and to scale your business. You're ready to have the bigger impact and the bigger income that comes with that. And so it might not be more marketing, right? It might be a whole lot more of getting in front of people and using your voice in a way that is is of impact, right? That is sharing the message of contribution, your message of contribution to the world. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, and I, for sure. And I definitely feel that. Um, and that's funny, cause I'm 
like even this past this year, like for 2021, it was like, okay, like I have enough things. I don't really need to create like any more things. <laughs> um, I just need to take the things that I have and get into like other people's, you know, like be in front of their audiences. So like be another podcast like this or, um, well, I mean, this is more like a coaching session, so probably not like this one, but other, you know, like other podcasts and other events and, um, yeah, just, that was a big part of, of even this year of, okay, I don't necessarily need to recreate 27 new things. I have plenty of great things that people like can get really great results from it's okay. How can I take these things and get in front of more people instead of just more products? Okay. And so what's your answer? obviously the live events and what else? Yeah. The, the live events. And then I'm working on actually like doing some uh, podcast tours. Okay. So. And so that's all happening kind of more behind the scenes. And are you putting more energy mm-hmm. into that than you are putting into like the direct sales and marketing on your page? Which one are you, which one are you funneling more energy into? Um, it is, it, it goes in waves, right? It come it goes like, a couple weeks ago, like it was all like the podcast sending messages and following up and sending messages and following up. Um, and then the, these last couple of weeks, since I have the live event coming up, it is for sure like the live event next week. I actually am um, doing like a quick flash sale of my ritual box. I have a card deck and I added like some fun goodies into it. I saw it. It's um, so cute. Thanks. Yeah. And so like next week, it'll be like my ritual box and <laughs> but they're on like separate pages. So <laughs> it's just a lot of content creation. Mm-hmm. Okay. But how does that, I mean, how does that, I guess I'm trying to figure out like, where does that feel itchy? Um, it's, it's probably just at times it just feels like it's a lot like it, like that I'm that either people and maybe this is just a story that I'm telling myself, but the people are like, Oh, like what's she doing now? And she's doing this thing. And Oh, she's like, what's what she had her meant for more book. And now it's business and bubbly the event. And then, but it's all charity majors, but she has her homeschool co-op and she remodeled the camper. And (laughs) so like, just looking from the outside perspective, it is just like, I, it seems like I'm all over the place instead of just having the one solid thing and that that's where it's itchy to me Mm, okay so it sounds like the the fear of other people's opinions Uh, yes and no because like I like I (laughs) I feel like I don't necessarily care as much about what people think about me like I've done a lot of healing around that as a recovering people pleaser and um, learning how to set boundaries and knowing whose opinions matter most to me Um, and at the same time at least for me it's like I recognize that even if I'm following someone and they have 27 different things going on I almost feel like they, like they're too scattered and they're not. Mm. And so maybe I'm just projecting that on me, like that I'm too scattered and not 
consistent or focused enough. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think that I don't even have language to really put around it. So that's, mm. I think, is where it's itchy. Okay. And so all of this sounds like conditioning, though, because I mean, do you with your projects? Okay, so let's practice your sacral response. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple yes and no questions. And I want you to practice answering me with a mm-hmm and a mm-mm. Okay. Do you have, do you have joy in all of the things you're doing right now? Mm -mm. Mm, Okay. (laughs) So then let's list the things that you're doing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know exactly. We're going to go one by one and figure out which ones don't feel joyful. Okay. So we got the ritual box. We got the, um, uh, bubbly in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, what else? I have a, a luxury business and branding retreat in October. Okay. Okay. We'll say just, um, branding retreat. What else? I have an Instagram reels workshop in September. Okay. <laughs> what else? That is, those are like the main things that I have right now. Um, okay. You have your podcast. This, yeah. I've got, oh yeah. Got my podcast. Okay. Um, actually I'm really feeling the, like the internal deep draw to, um, to write more of my next book and, okay. but to actually pitch that to publishers. Okay instead of self-published like I did with my other one. Okay. So that's like getting the manuscript together and I'm just going to put that right now as just second book. Okay. Um, you you create a lot of content. So content for your content for, um, we'll say charity majors and then content for bubbles and business. And what else? That those are kind of the main forward facing things right now. I mean, I have other things that run in the background, like someone goes to my website and buys a course or they find a whatever funnel from my YouTube and they go through the funnel, like all of that stuff. Okay. Okay. And then I'm just going to, um, also put sharing content for personal stuff. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I think I also believe that on this is just my manifestor opinion is that, um, I think that it's starting to become a little bit archaic, the, the louder that things get online, I think it's starting to become a little bit archaic that everybody needs to know everything about you in order to hire you. I think that we get, we can go and find the lifestyle person that we want to follow to follow fun lifestyle stuff. Right. And then they get to monetize that in the way that they monetize that. But if I, I honestly don't like it when I'm following a coach and it's like almost too much personal stuff because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not following you because I want to be your best friend or because I want to, you know, hear how you're um, camping this weekend. Like I'm following you because I need help with my business. And like, so give me that reel again, or give me that, you know, program again or whatever. So, um, that's just my kind of personal feeling with some things because I think that we can get to know somebody, right? There's the energy exchange. That's really it. It's like, there needs to be a good energy exchange, but you don't need to know everything about me to have a good energy exchange for me to hire you. Right. Um, so that's why I'm going to add that one. Okay. Anything, anything else business related? Uh, no, not right. Okay. Okay. No, that's it. So, okay. 
Ready? We're going to do the sacral response. Yep. Okay. Um, do you find joy in your ritual boxes? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you get joy from uh, attending your bubbles and business events? I'll find out on August 5th. Okay. Right now, <laughs> but- right now, are you joyful about attending it? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to say yes or mm-hmm? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, are you excited about your branding retreat? Mm-hmm. Are you excited about your Instagram Reels workshop? Mm-hmm. Are you excited about doing your podcast? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are you, do you find joy and excitement in doing the work for your second book? Sometimes. Okay. Um, do you find joy when you're creating content for charity majors? Sometimes. Okay. Do you, uh, find joy when you're creating content for bubbles and business? Mm-hmm. And do you find joy when you're sharing content f- about your personal life? Sometimes. Okay. So here's where we need to go, right? Is that when you are, so, and I mean, if you're, if you're writing things down, do it, but with your podcast, your second book, creating content for charity majors, all of those things, there's, you're, um, forcing energy into them right? There are places and spaces where you're forcing energy. And so it might be, that's where the too much is coming from because you got a lot going on, but a lot is not a problem. The number is not a problem. You are a manifesting generator with three defined motors. You have energy. You just, (laughs) that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Like that's powerful. People are envious. They say there was the reason why they say like, wow, you got a lot going on is because they're like, I could never keep up with you. Like that's, but that's their ish, right? Like that is their own. That would have been me two, three years ago before really aligning with the fact that I am a manifester and I do not have a defined sacral center and I am not going to keep up with you. (laughs) And that is so good for me to not keep up with you right? But it is not good for you to try and play down, to try and shrink yourself, to try to do less. That is not good for you or your design. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. So I would, I would honestly, for the next mm, at least week minimum, every single time you sit down to do your podcast, to write your book or to do any of the work for your second book right now to, or to do any content for charity majors, whether it's business or personal is to practice your sacral response. Do I have the energy for this right now? And if the answer is, Mm-mm, then you don't do it because that's the spot where it's feeling like it's too much. Yeah. And I think, and as you're talking about this, I, um, like when I say sometimes, right. It's like, Ooh, like today, like, yes. Like I want to record like 10 podcast episodes and I'm going to like totally do it. Cause I'm loving the conversations and I'm loving the people and I'm loving recording it. And like, right. So it's like, um, so that I think then another, like a deeper level of that is how the heck do I schedule that in? Right. It's like, 
oh, okay, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, my kid goes to this place. But on Thursday, I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to feel like. Oh, oh, girl, life of a... <laughs> Oh, you and okay. So you also are somebody who does not need, I'm the same way. We don't need routine. And so we don't need business plans. We don't need schedules. We don't need on Monday. We do this. And on Tuesday, we do this. We don't need a morning. Like, I I mean, it doesn't mean that we don't need self-care in the morning, but we don't need a, like, I read for 30 minutes and then I work out at this class at this time. Like we don't need that. It's actually not good for us. (laughs) And so it is so challenging uh, to navigate that space as a mom, because uh, as a working mom, because it's really hard, right? To be like, okay, cool. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, but it's like, okay, well, I did this Tuesday and this Tuesday, I just want to sleep. <laughs> right. Last, right. Last Wednesday is when I wanted to hustle. Right. Like that's when I. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's well, and it. as a as a manifesting generator, I have bursts of energy. Right. So I'm like, I can work for three days, and then okay, great. So let me schedule the babysitter for next week. Well, <laughs> no, I could work for those three days. Today. Right. is not a work day. <laughs> so it is, it's challenging, but you do the, like, right. But you do the best that you can. And I think that part of that is like, um, yeah. not beating yourself up for it. And then just constantly checking in and knowing that it's okay. Like it's, it doesn't mean that it's not going to come back around. Right. And if that idea didn't come to fruition, then no big deal. Right. You're going to have more. Yeah. Speaking of idea, I don't want to jump too quickly though. Cause I really want to make sure that we're good. Um, we're good with this right? So podcast, second book, content for charity majors, really practice that like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And, um, and then the other part of this is, is still a deconditioning process. It's a deconditioning process of what people have said that you have to do for your business that you have to get out. So many, like who cares what anybody said or what your data tells you? Cause I know, you know, this like spirit trumps numbers. It just does. (laughs) right? Spiritual energy wins every time over data, over computers. Like I know they're getting really, really smart right now, but it doesn't win when it comes to alignment. It doesn't win when it comes to energy. It doesn't win when it comes to being connected to your source. Like it just doesn't. So it does not matter. Yeah. It does not matter what the data tells you. If the data is using you and you're not using the data. So, so that's where I would just like pull back, um, and decondition and decondition and decondition, right? Like kick out whatever anybody says about, oh my gosh, you're doing a lot. Like, and remind yourself, "Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep, I am right. And kind of give a silent prayer. Like, I so hope that you find your right space of energy because you're a lot. That's the difference too, right? Like, so being a manifester, what I've really had to remember, and my husband's a generator is that he's the type of person where numbers matter, right? Like doing more matters as a generator. I come in hard and fast. So I can do one activity and it's going to hit just as hard as somebody else who does seven. And that's what I have to remind myself, right? Like I'm not going to do as much and that's okay because that's my design type. That's how I stay aligned. Right. And so it's kind of like this silent yeah. prayer is they're doing this little like uncomfortable, like, wow, I can't keep up with you or whatever. And it's like, that's okay. Right. Because I'm here for what you can keep up with. And clearly you've kept up with something. If we're having this conversation, right. You don't need to mm-hmm. keep up with everything. It's going to be there for you when you're ready for it. Or um, 
or, you know, like take and choose what, what works for you, but I got to keep going with what, with who I am. Yeah, no, that's good. Cause I think some of it, as, the, as you're saying that what's coming up for me is then like, I feel then like bad for like letting people down, like say, I don't want to do Boise, like the business and bubbly networking events, like mm-hmm. in three months. And you know, it's like, then what like these women have come together and they love this fun thing and then I just (laughs) oh sorry I'm not feeling it anymore like bye like yeah you know then it's like I feel like it like as I move on from something like there's Mm -hmm. people that get left down or just like left hanging and they're like oh okay and I know they'll figure it out and they'll you know whatever but I just don't like that feeling of yeah, of, of it's just like letting people down and leaving people hanging on something that they have come together that they trusted me with. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm not feeling it anymore. Like, see you later. Like, sure, <laughs> sure. Again, you know, this is all part of the deconditioning processes because, you know, really the truth in letting people down is when you're showing up in a space that you're actually not, you don't have the energy for. That's true, yeah. letting people down. Yeah, that's good. Right. And so, you know, even looking in like your, your profile is a five, one, I'm a five, one we're designed to work with a big group of people for a shorter period of time. Right. So things like writing books or shorter courses or retreats or those things are really, really good for us. And if we stay longer than we should, then we'll actually start to look more like the villain than the hero. Mm. Right. So if you continue this, um, this, you know, um, business and bubbly's event, like longer than it feels right for you, then people, then your image in their head will be tarnished, right? This mm. really fun, exciting, loved it. Love you. Can't wait. Your energy's infectious. So much, you know, knowledge and information will start to be like, Ugh. right? Like don't listen to her. And that's where that will start to come into play versus when you bow out, when you don't have the energy for it, you know, and with something like this too, knowing that about yourself, the potential is there, you know, maybe it's an opportunity to take on a, um, a partner or to make it like a, you know, chair co-chair thing or something where, you know, when you're ready to move on, pass it down, pass it along, keep it going, especially if it does really, you know, is something that's powerful and fun and successful. It doesn't have to be yours. Or if you are monetizing it, great, sell it. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Because I've had a few things that I've done. I mean, not necessarily intentionally, but I've done that with to where it's like, I feel like I'm the one that brings something out of the ethers, like right manifests, it brings it to life and gets it going. And then someone else like takes it and runs with it. <laughs> like what I'll explain one of my events, it was like a transformational event that we took women through like this 90 day transformation. And they had like this big reveal at this, like a really big event and, um, talked about their journey and told their story. And, um, it was, amazing and it is still going to this day which is really fun and I'm like man like if I would have just stuck with that like it could it could have been huge and it could have been mine and it could have you know like but I was just the one to like bring it to life and then Mm -hmm. someone else you know was supposed to take it and run with it which you know which I understand which is fine but it's some to like some of me would just be like man like I wish that I could like instead of just constantly like manifest and bring something to life like see it grow okay but if that's not part of what I'm supposed to do then I'm just gonna have to get over that 
but I'm it's still not. Anno- yeah. I'm still annoyed by that. <laughs> so okay, so then then all we have to do is restructure that a little bit because you have a you have gate eleven, which is the gate of ideas, and it's so funny. I'm like counting, like subconsciously, not not really counting, but every time you say, I just come up with the ideas. I have the ideas. I have so many ideas. I have, you have all said that. Ideas. I mean. Uh, I mean, uh, somebody should go back and count like probably 40 times in this 50 minute conversation, right? Like, <laughs> like ideas is something and you have the gate of ideas and the gate of ideas really is that you have this constant flood of ideas and you will always have ideas and they're always going to come to you. So they're not going to stop. And so it's not going to be that fun for you to take just one idea because you're going to have so many ideas, right? And it's yeah. really important to use both discernment with who you share your ideas with, because other people will take them and run and they will monetize them. And that will feel kind of stinky, right? Especially when you're, when you don't have this like awareness and this ownership of how to use your ideas. But the other part of that too, is to always use your authority, right? So your sacral center and your emotion center to really see, which it sounds like you are, you know, is that you are really tapping into which ideas do you want to bring to life? Right. But I mean, I'm just throwing this out there, kind of looking at all of your different skill sets and all of the different things is that it might be something where you do kind of shift and monetize this, where you are, you know, you, and it's not that you have to poise yourself as any sort of expert, like you just are, right? You have genius ideas and you already have a, um, a portfolio to show how they've been successful. And there are a lot of people who don't have ideas, who are generators, who just want to like, show me what's up, give me the plan. And I will go run with it because I am a generator and that's what I'm designed to do, but I don't have the ideas and I don't have the, I don't have the strategy. I don't have the plan. So, you know, you could be sort of this like little business inventor and that might be a, that might be a thing, you know, because as a way for you to kind of continue to, to work with and monetize and not feel bad about your power in the creation of ideas. Yeah, no, that's good. I love what you said, right? So here's my strategy kicking in is that it's like, so who would be really like a really great fit for me to work with of like the language that they speak in what you just said was generators because they don't have the ideas. They don't have the great. I'm going to start to put my messaging out there towards generators. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's really something to kind of like, know, you know, who is your audience and how do you talk to them? And so, you know, getting them to respond to some of your ideas and putting messages out there that really allow them to respond, um, you know, some fun things too. Like there's like tools on Instagram that are really good for getting to talking specifically for generators. The biggest one is the polls, the yes, no one. That's the Mm, best way to talk to generators because they love Yes, no questions. They don't like open-ended questions. They love yes, no questions. So being able to respond to those regularly is a way to talk to generators. Nice. Um, and it's not that generators don't have ideas. I don't want that to, I, I, I kind of misspoke there. It's not, I, I was saying specific generators that don't have the gate of ideas, you know, and there, cause there's lots of people that don't, that don't have the gate of ideas, but that doesn't mean that they don't have any ideas. Um, but you are just, I mean, you are the person who is designed to come up with the ideas while other people are here to amplify them. Generators specifically are the life force that are here to like bring it to life. And so it is, it's like, if you, if that were to be a thing, right? Like if you were to look for 
partners or you were to look for people to eventually sell your ideas to or something, that would be ideally what you would be looking for, right? Like you would be looking for somebody who, who is a generator who can really take this and run with it and to see the value in it, right? And to see what the potential value is in it to give you, you know, the earned, the perceived value at the time. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So what else? What else? What else? Is there anything else that's still lingering for you? Um, I don't think so. I think I'll just have to like kind of get some, some, it was helpful to say, or for you to say, I, that I don't need like a, okay, on Tuesdays I do this. And on Thursdays I do this. It's like, okay, if I can have that time that's blocked out, at least because I know like my kid is taken care of and the house is being cleaned and whatever, then I can sit with the energy and I can sit with, with myself and say, okay, where, where am I feeling the yes? Mm -hmm. And then to take that time and to put it into that space. So yes. yeah, I think, I think that will probably be, yeah, I think that that's going to be like the, the, the balancing act, the juggling act, the, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Cause when I'm feeling it, like, what, like, you know, it's not that I don't love my podcast. Cause like when I'm, when I love it and when I do it, I love it. And I'm going to do like 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when I'm writing, like I'm going to lock myself in my room for like two days and I love it and I'm going to write and I'm going <laughs> to, so yeah. So it is just, um, sitting with the space of, is this a yes or is this a no? Mm -hmm. And I even love what you said, like that we're, that I'm not meant to work with someone, like I'm meant to work with a lot more people, um, for shorter amounts of time. And I remember you saying that during our session, which is really helpful because I've, um, you know, like I have one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, which I enjoy, but I'm finding that it's, um, if it's not where I'm not feeling it on that day, but that's when an appointment is scheduled, then it's not serving me or it does not serve a client. But then when I'm feeling it, it's amazing. And it's in a great session, right? And I've got the ideas and I've got the strategy and then they take it and run with it and get awesome results. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I remember too, like in, and I'm sure that I, I wonder like how you've experienced this, but you know, both when I was a therapist and working as a coach who was working with clients for longer periods of time. I mean, I would notice that like nine months was like the absolute longest threshold. Like if we were dragging it out to a year, that last like quarter for everybody was just kind of like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I know, you know, like we've just hit, uh, we've just kind of hit the wall as to like where we're going to go. And now we're kind of dragging it out and I'm not looking forward to it. And I know that you're not getting the maximum benefit from it. And, um, but like, somewhere between like five, six, seven, eight, nine months. Like that's like, that is, that is my powerhouse for working with people, you know? And so it's, it's nice to, to know, you know, because again, the way, and I, I, I don't know if it's just not as loud or I'm just not, it's not as loud for me because I'm not paying attention to it. But when I was really starting my online business, I was paying attention to a lot of business coaches and a message that was very popular at the time was like book people longer for more expensive. And then you don't have to market it. And so that, that, okay. Sounds makes sense. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but then also not right. Like, and not everybody needs that too. So. Yeah, no. And I love that. Cause then it's, I was knowing that has also helped me shift. Okay. Like 
live events for sure. And like, maybe not as much one-on-one coaching compared to like mastermind or group coaching or, uh, you know, like a group retreat. So having that, um, mm-hmm. having that knowledge has been super, super helpful. Awesome. All right. What else? Anything else? Did we miss anything? Uh-huh. Not that I'm feeling. Okay, good. And I think, you know, just, I just want to reiterate this again too, is that um, just a lot of the dialogue, even though you've already done a lot of work and that's where I I think something that's important to say, and we've talked about this before, you have an open will center and the open will center, ego center, heart center is the spot for the feelings of self-worth. And so, um, and it's also like the will to like go out and, you know, kind of like the idea of like willpower and, and things like that. And with an open will, um, it, it doesn't matter how much work you have done on that space. You will always do work on that space. And that's okay because it's not consistent, right? Like the energy is not consistently there. And so, um, there, there will be self-doubt will be a regular thing in your life. And even the thought of like, and it's very easy to feel feelings of self-doubt when other people, right? Like when you're, when other people are soliciting their opinions or their feedback or their perceived judgments, and it's really easy to take that in because that's conditioning, right? To take that in and then to question yourself and to doubt yourself. And so just a reminder that that that's okay, that you've already done work there. That's great. It's not for nothing, but it's a content. That's a space to continually do work because it's always going to be in flux. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I just, if I, if it's always going to be there, maybe I just stop doing work on it. <laughs> Well, right. I mean, right. So, well, and it's, it's that well, such a great, such a great point because it is something. It's 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 learning how to do. Di- it's working with it differently, yeah. right? It's working with it in a way that's not designed to change it and to say like, oh, why isn't this working? Why isn't this work? like? I got to do more. I got to do more. No, 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 no. It's designed to. It's designed to be worked with in a different way. Right. It's designed to know that um, that that's kind of the, the space that's open and that it's always going to kind of be that way. And to, to be able to understand that it's like, OK, that when you notice somebody else's opinion or somebody else's judgment, as and I'm just using this, these you know specific examples that, that you've shared today of, um, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's like, oh, I can't keep up with you. Da, 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 what are you up to? And it just feels like it's a judgment. Right. And so then it. And then you pull it in to your will center into the space of self-worth. It's like, Ooh, Ooh, am I doing too much? Well, maybe I'm not worthy of this. Or are they really listening to me? And all of these different thoughts that you're, you know, questioning, um, within yourself and, and rather starting to really notice, that's what I would really encourage starting to notice where is it that you're perceiving this as a judgment and that then you're judging yourself just to notice. Yeah. You know, not to wake up every morning and write 95 I am statements anymore, but just to start, start to notice, you know, yeah. not saying that that's what you're doing, but just, you know, kind of saying that that's kind of the, the work that is taught, you know, for the will center, but instead, you know, how to just sort of like, let that go in and out and, and yeah. recognize too, right. That that judgment isn't one for you to hold. That's one for them, right. That if totally. they're saying, I can't keep up with you, it's like, well, they can't, and they, they haven't understood they don't know their design type. They don't know their energy type and how to work with it yet. And so, you know, again, let's cross our fingers and hope that someday they, they do and that they can honor that and feel really good about that. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yay. 
Good? Yeah. Okay. Did you get some clarity and some spaces? For sure. Okay. For sure. Well, keep me posted. Obviously, um, I, I won't keep everybody posted, but keep me posted as to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I will by the time the episode comes out, maybe I'll do a little snippet as to like what um, you've applied and, and what's worked and stuff. But um, but definitely just keep me posted because I, I want to know um, how this is working for you. Yeah, I will for sure. Thank okay. you. Yay. Such a pleasure. Thank you for um, for being on. Of course.